Hello, once again, you're here at my podcast, and today we're going to talk about the PS5 uh, reveal event, because there's a lot of great things to talk about from the event. Event. I got to pronounce my words better. I listened to my other episode that I just made today, and there's many words that just <laughs> are not uh, spoken properly. So I'm going to work on that, <laughs> pronouncing every syllable I speak. Um, so overall, uh, the PS5 reveal event, it wasn't just a reveal event, it was just a games event, it was a reveal event, it was, you know, just a uh, kind of like a kind of like something you see at E3, sort of thing, but digital. Um, that kind of thing, right? Just showing off new games and talking about the next generation and and getting to see what the PS5 looks like, which has generated lots of memes that I think are hilarious. <laughs> There's some really good ones. I hope I can put one into my uh, thumbnail. My favorite one is the Pope hat. I think that's my favorite one. That one's fantastic, but there's a lot of other good ones. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about the console itself. We'll talk about the games that were revealed. There was many big highlights from this event. It was, I think, overall a really good event. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how it could have been. I don't can't think of anything I would have liked done differently. Um, I'll talk about the negatives first because I have just a lot of positive and, and really exciting things to talk about. Um, the things I didn't like about the event is that a good middle portion were spent on some games that were kind of like, ah, uh, either that just were uninteresting or just, just smaller games that were just okay, um, which is fine. It's okay to show other smaller indie games and stuff like that. And some of them did look cool. Um, there was that one called... Little Devil, I think, that looked really awesome. Um, there, was, there was a couple of little other inter- interesting ones. But really, there was also just a, a period in the middle where I'm like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling some of those games. But the big ones that were shown were really, really exciting to see and uh, got me really excited. I want to talk about that. So let's just start uh, kind of uh, chronologically um, about the cool things that were shown off and talk about that. Um, so I think the first big thing that was shown that I think was really exciting was a new Spider-Man game, Spy- uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, I was really surprised to see anything about Spider-Man at this event. Um, I figured, oh, the kitty. Oh, <laughs> he's a fluffy one. Um, I was yeah not expecting to see anything about Spider-Man because... The, our, the Spider-Man game came out in 2018, which was only two years ago, so I wouldn't think that they'd have anything that has been developed long enough to show. Um, and I, and if they were to show something, it wasn't what I was expecting to... This wasn't what I was expecting to see. Um, so it was quite a surprise. Um, this Spider-Man Miles Morales game, and I think it's been confirmed now as, as well, because I immediately thought, this isn't like the next Spider-Man game. It's not the next mainline which will be like, you know, Spider-Man 2 or whatever, right? This is a standalone kind of uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy kind of thing. Like, if you remember, Uncharted Lost Legacy originally was going to start as like this big expansion game that was going to be like a DLC for Uncharted 4. But then they just started developing it more and decided they wanted to make it its own game, its own standalone game where it has all the same quality as Uncharted 4 and and, a AAA Uncharted game, but it's just a smaller experience. And I'm pretty sure that's what um, Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be, which is cool. It's um, probably not going to be a full price game, I imagine. It'll be, like like I said, I'm comparing it a lot to Uncharted Lost Legacy, which, uh, you know, was a 
I don't think quite half price. I think it was like 20 bucks lower than whatever uh, full price would be wherever you are. So like states, right? Be like 40 bucks here. It, it'd be whatever that translates to $40. Um, so yeah. Oh, that cat. What is he doing? There's a really cute cat in the yard. Oh, he sees me now. Oh, he's scared. There he goes. So um, that's really exciting. I was not expecting to see anything Spider-Man related. And I think the really big surprising thing is that it's coming out this year. Um, I guess it's going to launch with the PS5. So that's really exciting. Um, definitely something I will buy. Um, the game looks very good. It looks really pretty. I like the... Uh, and yes, it's a Miles Morales game, which is really interesting. If you, It's kind of a spoiler if you haven't played the Spider-Man um, PS4 or Marvel Spider-Man. Um, yes, he is a character in the game and he does develop powers. And so you could see they were going to set up something with him for sure, whether it was going to be the next game or whether he was going to take over at some point. Um, yeah, so clearly they set up for this game here, um, which is a standalone Miles Morales game. That's really exciting to see where that goes. Um, definitely a uh, like a day one buy. Like that's definitely something I will absolutely get immediately with a, a PS5. Uh, the next, I think, exciting thing, which I think... Uh, I, I'm glad a lot of people are picking up on because I felt this way too when I saw this. Um, I think people who... Um, okay, there's a couple of different things. They showed... Next big thing was Ratchet and Clank. Whatever the name is. Uh, a Rift Apart, I think is what it's called. So there's a new Ratchet and Clank game, which is pretty cool. Because the last Ratchet and Clank game was in 2016. And it was a remake of the original game. And if you played that, um, you'll know that it's, it is really good. I had a really good time. I played that game. It's super fun. Um, and I, you know, I'm so happy to see another one. But I think what's really exciting about this game was two things. First of all, I was surprised to see this as well. I had heard rumors that there might be a Ratchet and Clank game. But I'm like, nah, Insomniac's too busy probably working on Spider-Man 2 or whatever, right? Um, but it's so I was surprised to see not only first see Spider-Man. I'm like, oh, cool. That's great. That's what they've been doing. Okay, that's what they're going to show us today. And then the next, one of the next big things being another Insomniac game, Ratchet and Clank. I just, I'm just surprised they've been able to do both, I guess, right? Um, so that was really cool to see. Um, but I think the really exciting thing about Ratchet and Clank is I think it was the uh, most impressive example of true next-gen uh, features and, like, and what the next-gen is going to bring to the table and make it better than this generation and and, and the, the possibilities with next gen was really showed off in this trailer um and let me tell let me tell you what you mean what i mean so there were some things that were done in this gameplay trailer that were just like would not be possible this generation like you just could not have a game do those things this generation wouldn't be possible with the hardware that we have but it is possible with the next gen hardware which we have heard lots of things about how that uh how important and um game changing the ssd is going to be you know in both systems um but particularly sony's right it's like twice as fast or whatever right and it's going to make a big um it's going to have a, a big influence on game design and we saw that in this trailer for this game um when you are seeing these the game is based around this kind of rift mechanic or a rift mechanic and this kind of rift thing in the story where ratchet is in these big open environments um with lots of you know uh npcs and then like just uh monsters and stuff running around and that and then the rift will open and he'll fall through it and then within like a second or so he's in this new environment that's running and, and it's just it's just gameplay all second and he just keeps jumping through these rifts where he's just in these new open environments that you just wouldn't be able to do this generation you wouldn't be able to load in a whole new environment like that um and just jump into it 
like instantly like that. That was really crazy, like really impressive and crazy to see. And that's what, you know, people have been talking about this SSD stuff and that's that's going to be a possibility. And we've seen, we actually got to see that be a real thing and a thing that's been around uh, a feature of this game specifically that would not be possible. And that was really exciting. That's why I was really impressed by that feature. And, and I thought it was really cool. It was almost really overwhelming to see how quickly you could jump through these environments. Like, I, because I haven't seen that in a game before. Right? And it was really, like, actually kind of overwhelming. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a lot. And then there was a mechanic as well that was a similar thing where you could actually pull, like, environments, like, uh, that are in front of you into, like, existence or whatever in a way. It's a kind of a different way of kind of, like, moving from point to point. And I thought that was really cool um, as well. That also like, clearly takes uh, advantage of that hardware as well. So that was that was really awesome. And I'm excited to play that game. I think Ratchet & Clank is a great series. I've always liked that series. And I particularly think the last game is really understated because it came out in 2016 and a lot of people loved it, including myself. But I feel like it's one of the lesser spoken about PS4 exclusives. There's a lot, you know, it gets overshadowed by like Uncharted and Horizon and Spider-Man, God of War. Um, people forget that that was a really awesome exclusive as well, you know. Um, so, yeah, really excited to see that. And I, I think it was a particular awesome thing to have in there just to showcase the capability of the hardware. And I think it was the most impressive thing um, hardware-wise. And, the, I mean, the game looks really good, too. Like, it's a really pretty game. It's, it's cartoony, right? So you don't get to see the full fledge of how, like, realistic graphics can look in that kind of game. But it's still a pretty-looking game. And I, I really like the way um, the Ratchet & Clank 2016 game looked well as well. I thought it was a beautiful game. Um, and this game looks beautiful as well. And uh yeah there it was a uh, the frame rate i think looked like it had some issues sometimes and i don't know if that was the stream or because i know the stream was only running at a certain frame rate right but it looked like the game had some frame rate issues as well but again you hopefully that just gets ironed out as the game gets uh, closer to finished right i doubt that'll be a big issue um later when the game actually arrives um i don't remember being an issue in the other game so we'll see um anyhow that looks great the next big thing that was revealed, I think, chronologically, I mean, obviously this is a, these are the biggest things. There were some other cool things too that I'll mention. There was a there was two new IPs um, shown off, kind of like teased though. We didn't really get to see what they were exactly. There was this one called Project Something. Apparently, it's a exclusive as well. But like, I'm not really, I, I don't consider that like a one of the highlights because we don't really know what it was. It's just like this is something that's happening. Uh, it stars a girl and like she can do things and it looks very pretty but we have no idea what that is it's like here's this it's being worked on you'll see more later and then you know at some point and then maybe you can get excited about it so that was interesting but not one of the highlights um same thing with this the other new ip which i think was from what i understand was a game being developed by some of the old dead space people i got some dead space vibes from it just from its design was that interesting trailer with like the kind of spaceman and had that robot girl and they flew into space kind of thing. It, it looked interesting. It looked cool. But again, I, like I said, we don't know what that is. It was just like a teaser trailer for something that's probably going to be a while away before we see have understanding what that actually is. Um, and of course, there were some cool indie games. But I mean, there was nothing like... I don't know. There's just some cool indie games and some not so cool indie games like that furry game. What the fuck? <laughs> was that oh my gosh like a legit like straight up furry game oh that didn't look great and there's a couple other things like there was that one game with like 
the with like the veg like the fruit for hands and like by Octodad people people made Octodad like that looked uh no there's a couple of stuff that was like uh just looked lame but um yeah smaller titles but yeah but I'm just uh yeah I think the big things were these things I'm talking about here though I think the next big thing was Resident Evil 8 oh man that is for me, this is the biggest talking point to, um, when it comes to game discussion because there's so many things in this trailer that is so interesting because I think already with the rumors leading up to Resident Evil 8, a lot of people were discussing a lot of the rumors because of how much of a departure it seems from the series, um, particularly the werewolves. I really want to talk about the werewolves. Um, they look cool, um, but of course the question is, how does that make sense in the lore of Resident Evil? I don't know, but I have confidence that they're going to explain it. I, I think the worry is that people are worried, and I mean, I'd be worried too if they did this, is introduce them as a supernatural element as opposed to a um, science fiction element, right? Because everything else up into the series has been explained as a science fiction thing, you know, a virus and that kind of shit. How is that going to work its way into these werewolves? Is that the cause of some kind of virus? I would guess so. That's I, I would think so. As long as they can explain it in that way, I'm cool, man. But if they are introducing a supernatural element, I, I, I feel like that is a departure to the series, and some people are not going to be okay with that. Am I going to be okay with that? It, it depends how it's implemented. But I'm assuming it is. it, it does have something to do with, with, with the virus. You, you saw some... I mean, obviously, Umbrella is involved in this game. There was a small snippet you can see in the trailer. I kind of analyzed the trailer <laughs> um, where you see a puzzle with the Umbrella logo on it. So it's like, okay, they have a presence in this game. Plus, Chris is back. And Chris has been redesigned again. <laughs> I'm not surprised because people were not super happy with the way he looked in Resident Evil 7 at the end. People were like, what the hell is this guy? Like, he didn't look bad. He just didn't look like Chris. Right? Like, he didn't look like Chris. He looked really weird. I'm like, that's Chris. That's that's what he looks like? Okay, that's weird. And everyone was like... Uh, people weren't digging it. And I mean, I wasn't digging it. I, was, I wasn't digging it either, but it wasn't the end of the world. But they, they felt the need to uh, redesign him again. They listened and says, okay, fine, we'll redesign him. Um, and I like the way he looks in this game. Um, the, re the new redesign of Chris again. He's had so many redesigns, actually. In the remake... I mean, of course, this is the original, which doesn't count because, of course, he's just going to look better as we get get away from the polygon stuff, right? Um, but, like, the remake, he, had, he looked a certain way. He looked like a normal dude. And then in Resident Evil 5, he just turned into this huge steroid gorilla man, which I love. I love that version of him. That's Chris to me. That's my Chris, is the big steroid Resident Evil 5 Chris. And then they redesigned him a little bit again in 6. They made him a little bit more believable. He didn't have these ginormous, insane biceps. And, like, you know, he was look more... And he, that's a good-looking version, too, I think. Um, and then you have Resident Evil 7 Chris, which people didn't like. And then this Resident Evil... Or this Chris looks more like Resident Evil 6 Chris, which I think is good. I think that's a good design for him. Um, yeah, I, I like the way he looks. Uh, other things from this trailer, though, um, I got a huge Resident Evil 4 vibes with this, like, Spanish or European village. Obviously, it's called Resident Evil Village, by the way. Resident Evil 8 Village. Or however it's supposed to be. I don't actually know how you're supposed to say it. No one confirmed how you read the title because it was a 
a little confused. I think it's clever though. I like I like how they put the eight in the village logo. Uh, that was cool. Um, and then what else was there? Oh yeah, like I said, the umbrella is going to be involved in this game. And yeah, we, I mean, it seems like there's going to be a much larger cast of characters than there were in uh, compared to seven. And uh, yeah, I just, I just saw more people. It looks like uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see where this goes. Really interested. Um, it looks like it'll be spooky. Um, yeah, looks great. I don't know. I, I think it looks awesome, and I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't know. I've said that already, but yeah, can't wait to see more. And it's coming out next year, so not too long, not too far away. Um, yeah, of course, that one's multi-platform. Uh, uh, just to mention that they'll be on Xbox Series X. They'll be on PlayStation 5. I don't know if it will be on Switch or not. Probably not. Uh, I don't know if they'll be able to make it run or not. But yeah, we'll we'll that that will be because I don't think Resident Evil Seven's on Switch, so I did I don't see any reason for it to be on Switch. But yeah, on on Xbox and PlayStation it'll be on. So look forward to that. That's awesome. Um, what was the next big thing? The next big big thing uh, was really exciting for me, um, and that was the Demon Souls remake. So this has been a game that has been rumored for a long time, and only rumored like there were so many rumors about it but blue point never confirmed if that's what they've been working on we knew they were working on uh remastering or remaking a, a sony ip and a lot of people just pointed that to demon souls would be the one to base off the information that uh we knew about what they're working on and we just were waiting for a reveal basically they never confirmed it but everyone believed demon souls is a real thing and it was and it looks really really good this looks like what the remaster of Dark Souls should have been. <laughs> and 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 then some. This is a like they did a really good job in the short bit that I've seen with the visuals. They've definitely done some redesigning and just up and you know, it looks like a remake done from the ground up, much like they did with Shadow of the Colossus. Um, which is a, a phenomenal uh remake. And I mean you I will call it a remake. It, it is essentially functionally a remaster from what it looks like. However, it has been made like a remake where they actually used, you know, they actually built the whole game from the ground up and actually remade it. But I don't think they're really changing anything about it because that's the one thing, uh, you know, remaster, they don't change anything. They just upgrade things, but um, they didn't just upgrade it. They actually like rebuilt this game, which is a, it's a complete overhaul built on, you know, to run on next gen hardware kind of stuff. Like it's, it's going to be pretty sweet. It's going to be a really good like i said just like shadow of the colossus from what it looks like the shadow of the colossus uh, remake or remaster or whatever you want to call it um so yeah that's exciting because i've never played through demon souls i tried playing demon souls and it was hard it was really hard and i gave up on it and i've always wanted to go back to it but i think the thing is it's on it's on ps3 right it's the only way to play it and it's like yeah i just didn't want to play it on the on that you know the old hardware or whatever and i was really finding it challenging like i found it harder than any of the other souls games for me personally i know that's not necessarily a popular um experience i hear not everyone has as that difficult of a time with demon souls as i did but i was struggling i was really struggling but i've always wanted to uh give it another go um as i love those games and i did enjoy it it just i found it to be really fucking difficult especially in certain areas that was like, there's this part that's like Blight Town on fucking steroids. Like, holy shit. Um, if you thought Blight Town was bad, this will give, this will fuck you in the ass. I'm sorry, I'm swearing a lot in this uh, episode. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I was really excited because I'm like, oh, I should play it again, but I should wait and see if this is a real thing. And it was a real thing. And that is, like, it's so 
And it's a real, I think Demon's Souls is, is, is kind of a system seller in a way because so many people have not played Demon's Souls, I feel like, because of its exclusivity to PS3 and the series didn't really get popular till after Dark Souls, really. And it wasn't until, like, I think, Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne where the Soul series was actually really getting popular and now it's a series that everyone's playing. And I think just not a lot, a lot of people have gone back to play Demon's Souls, you know, because it's older, it's clunkier, it's only on PS3, it's the only way you can play it. So... I definitely think there's a lot of people who have always wanted to play it, and they're going to get the best version of it here, hopefully. I, I would assume so. I, I, I can't see... Unless there's something really stupid about this remaster remake that makes it not the better version, but it looks like it's definitely going to be the best version. Um, I think that's a big reason for people who like Souls games to get a PS4. PS5, sorry. Um, yeah, I think it's a big deal, and, I, and I'm really excited. It's a big deal for me, that's for sure. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, the last big game that was shown off, and was personally my game of show, like it was the most exciting thing for me to see, particularly because I have a recency bias, right? I just finished this. The uh, I just finished this game, um, or it's um, pre prequel. Or... Sorry, I'm just drinking water. I just finished Horizon Zero Dawn, so I have that recency biased of. Uh, just being off the hype of that game like I really loved Horizon Zero Dawn I what was my review I gave it a 9.2 which I mean uh, numbers whatever but like if, if what I have to say about it is like it is an absolutely beautiful world it is a very creative idea especially from a world building standpoint where the story goes it, it really caught me off guard by how actually thought provoking this game is some of the kind of like philosophical kind of questions that go into it that I was not really not expecting and was really well handled and how like good of a character Aloy is in her development and some of the side characters and just the gameplay like how I think incredibly fun it is because because you, you see some stuff you see in other games it just feels really good and, and, and handles really well I mean some of the traps and stuff are really interesting like be able to set up trip wires and like these shock traps and and um and the oh the, one of the best mechanics is that grappling rope where you just ching 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 like shoot it onto a, a robot and attach it to the ground like you're like some like you're like you're trying to capture King Kong or some shit like that is awesome I love that but what really makes the gameplay so fun is how well designed the robot dinosaur creatures are like they're so well designed there's some like the most fun enemies to fight i've played in you know recent games definitely and more and challenging and the depth they just bring as enemies you know it's not just fighting human characters over and over like i'll say like in assassin's creed odyssey which i'm playing right now is a great game but one thing i gotta say like i i just reasons i prefer horizon zero dawn over to a game like that and they're similar games like the way they the just similar kind of games same kind of genre is what you're fighting i think makes such a big difference and, and keeps the gameplay so fresh um, not to say I don't like Odyssey is really great, by the way. I'm really liking it, but that's just one of the things that I think is so special about Horizon Zero Dawn. I think its story is very special as well, and it has all this huge cinematic quality that you expect, and and, and also just graphic quality you expect from these from the AAA kind of Sony games as well. Um, like it is is a phenomenal game. Sorry, I should stop gushing about the first game. I'm trying to talk about Horizon Two. Um, Forbidden West is what, it, what it's going to be called. And that to me was the game of the show. Because I think that game has, as great as Horizon Zero Dawn is, I think it has so much room to be even a greater game because of the way it sets up this sequel. Because of the things they can expand upon. 
And also the possibility, this is a rumor, it has not been confirmed by this trailer or by Guerrilla Games or anything, but there are rumors that this game will be co-op, which I think would be awesome. If that is true, I think that would be fantastic. But who knows? We don't know enough yet whether that's a real thing or not. Um, that's just a rumor and something hopeful about. Um, and it's also just an incredibly like powerhouse technical game, and I expect it to be, you know, a showcase for next gen like graphics and hardware. Right? It, it's going to be one of those must-play games. Um, you know, and, and seeing some of the cool new robots they have in there, like the big fucking turtle and the giant mammoths that was really cool um and the new environments looks really beautiful it's very tropical this time around on the on the coast i i'm guessing it takes place like in like san francisco or something because uh if you know anything about rising your dawn it takes place kind of the colorado nevada kind of border area and it would make sense if the game's called the forbidden west if you're heading west the closest coast west is california and you see some like these big bridges and stuff i'm like that reminds me of maybe what san francisco could be so I'm assuming that kind of San Francisco or maybe LA, um, San Diego, like something like that might be the setting of this game. And that's really cool. Um, the, the environments look incredible. Um, I know there was an actual real in-time gameplay being shown, but still, you you, you, you know that this game's going to look really great. Um, so yeah, those are the best things shown game-wise at the event. And then it ends, of course, with a big whammy with the PS5 actually being revealed. Now, let's just make this clear. Depending on whether you like the design or don't like it, the way they revealed it was really well done. You got to say that. Whether Because I can totally understand if you dislike this design. It is bold and out there, to put it blunt, like to put it, uh, and bizarre, uh, to put it lightly. Um, but I, I personally really like it. I really liked it. And this is somebody coming from where I didn't, at first, like the dual color design of the controller at first. I've warmed up to it. I really like the controllers now, actually. Um, and I was wondering if the console was also going to be this dual color thing as well. And I and it is. And I think that's really awesome. I like the look of it. I think it's really sleek. Um, and I think it just stands out. And I, I think it just looks really sexy. I don't know. That's It's, it's, it's the sexiest looking console for, like <laughs> that I've seen. Um, if you think it looks weird and all that, that's... Yeah, I get that. Um, I think people are going to be kind of divided on that. Um, whether you think it just it's just too weird and too bizarre, or if you really like the boldness. I, you know, from people who have liked the console, from the opinions I've heard, some of the things they say, and what I say, I think, is that it looks very futuristic. It looks very sleek. It looks like, the you know, it looks like the future kind of thing and what to expect. But then you also have this thing where it's like, it, it could be, it's very tall, right? On its side, I, I don't see it looking that great on its side. Um, and like, you know, the, the kind of fins you could maybe the, that, that are on it maybe don't look like they could be not durable kind of thing, right? Is what Bowen was telling me the other day. He thinks like, yeah, it looks cool, but I kind of worry about how durable that console is going to be for someone who likes to park consoles around. Yeah, uh, I, that's a very uh, good point, I think. And we'll see when the console's actually out. Um, whether some of these things will be concerns or not. But I think aesthetically, I really like it. I like the look of it. And if we're talking about... And to go back on the Series X, I actually like the way that looks too. Um, I, I mean, it's um, it's different as well. Um, not as different as this. But it's also different to be like a, a tower, kind of a square tower thing, to look basically just like a PC. 
Um, I think that was an interesting choice. And I know, I think people are kind of divided that as, as well. But I, I like I like the way it looks actually. And but I really like the way this looks like aesthetically. And I know I'm biased because I am a, a fan of PlayStation, but I, I do genuinely like the look of this console. Like I really like the look of it. Um, and, that, and again, uh, whether you like it or not, I think the reveal was really well done with the console. Really, really well well done. Um, and to see some of the other features. And I, it, they didn't make it clear, but they showed off the 3D headset, a camera, and a remote control as well that, that uh, I guess, are accessories. And I, I didn't make it clear whether this is something you can purchase, like, in box, along with the PlayStation uh, 5 or not. Um, I guess we'll hear more about it later. Because I, I, I wouldn't put it that far away from that being a thing because of how big of a deal the 3d audio is supposed to be uh with the with with the system that they might just decide they have this version where you can get the headphones with it because they really want you to experience the audio as in the best way you can i guess right um and also there's going to be another version of it as well the, the non-digital version which aesthetically i think looks even better because if there's one thing i don't like about the ps5 is the actual the disc drive on there just makes it, you know, unsymmetrical. It doesn't look terrible, but I would have preferred it if it didn't have that on it, right? But I do want a disc drive still. So even though I like the way that the all digital version looks, like I think it looks really good that way without the disc drive poking out, I'm probably going to get the disc drive version because I want to have a disc drive. Um, I want to be able to have physical games still. So, and I mean, we'll see. I, I'm sure the non-digital digital one's probably a little bit cheaper too like 50 bucks or something like that. We'll see. But anyway, um, I love the memes that have come out though, you know? Uh, even though I really I like like it or not like the console or not, I, you can get behind those memes are great. Um, some really, really great memes of... Uh, oh, I think it, I was talking about some at the beginning, but I'll try to thumbnail, uh, put them in the thumbnail. But yeah, um, I think that reveal or that event was really good. Um, you know, all the big things they show were all things that I, I'm really excited for, right? Like, I'm really excited for to play Spider-Man. Um, I'm excited for Demon Souls. I'm excited for Ratchet and Clank. I'm excited for Horizon. I'm really excited for uh, Resident Evil 8. Like, all the big things that were shown off, I'm really excited for. And a, a couple of things that were big, I think, as well, was Deathloop. Like, we already seen Deathloop, though. Like, I guess it's not that big. But that's a cool thing for some people, right? Um, I don't know if I'm excited for that, if I'll be playing that or whatever, because, um, I don't know. It, it's by Arcane Studios, which is a very good studio, and I, I like Dishonored, but I haven't really been into their stuff since then. I wasn't really into Prey. I know a lot of people do like Prey, but I, I wasn't into it. I tried it. It wasn't my thing. I, I bet you if I gave it more of a chance, I might like it. Um, and then, of course, I didn't really like Dishonored 2. I got, I was playing Dishonored 2, and I was just like, you know, I just don't like this as much as the other Dishonored for whatever reason. Like... I didn't want to continue playing it. So Arcane Studios is great. Um, but I don't know if uh, if Deathloop is going to be my thing or not. Um, I think it will be a lot of people's thing. But I don't know if it will be for me. And then Ghostwire Tokyo was also actually finally shown off. Some gameplay shown off for it. Because we've never actually seen gameplay of it. Or even if it was still happening. Because it went really quiet for a while. Um, I don't really like the look of that. Which is too bad. Because I like The Evil Within 1 and 2. Which is the same studio. And I, I'm just confused about what it is, really, I guess, still. Um, it looks kind of odd and not in a good way to me. It just doesn't look like the gameplay... It just doesn't make sense to me right now. I think I need to see more. 
and understand what it is, understand how it doesn't seem scary to me because they say it's supposed to be a horror game. I just don't get that vibe from it for some reason. It seems like this kind of like almost like like kind of like tech techy kind of like futuristic kind of game almost and like it doesn't seem like the way they advertised it to me anyways um so i, I didn't i saw people thought it looked cool but um I, I wasn't super yeah i wasn't super i wasn't really feeling it but who knows might see more i might change my mind might be a game uh i really want it to be good because i, I like uh tank of gameworks but um yeah those are some of the other couple th other things that were shown off um yeah 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 anyhow Great event, really great event. Um, had a good time. I think unanimously, I think I think everyone thought that was a really good event. Um, There's just some really awesome stuff shown off, and a, a fair amount of it as well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, nothing to really critique on that besides that the middle of it showed a lot of kind of some indie stuff and some shovelware as well that I, I think. But um, I mean, it's okay to see indie stuff, but some of it I, I think yeah was shovelware. Um, but there was, a, there was a lot that was legit, like, really exciting stuff. So, yeah, awesome. I, I hear there's more events coming uh, later on this summer. Can't wait to tune into that. I know Xbox is going to have another event in July. Um, excited to tune into that. Um, yeah, but this was, I think, the really big, first big exciting thing we have seen uh, to get hyped about next gen, really. Um yeah, so that was awesome. Cool. That's it. Goodbye. Um, what was your favorite game of show there? I'd like to know because there's a lot of good games shown off there. I want to know what your favorite. Mine was Horizon 2. Um, followed by probably Resident Evil 8. Then Demon Souls and Spider-Man. Then Ratchet and Clank. That's why I put in order. But all of them, I think, were really exciting. I am all, I'm going to play all those games. I plan on playing all those games. All right. Goodbye.